Hi there, Alana Terry here. You are listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. Thanks a lot for joining me. Today I am sharing with you a teaser from my course on productivity for authors. This is a course I have co-created with David Lee Martin, who has also written a book called Productivity for Indie Authors. And in the course, we're giving you lots of tips about everything from writing faster to organizing your time to even just your outlook on time management and productivity. It's meant to be super encouraging, non-guilt-inducing, procrastination-busting, but with a gentle approach. So if that sounds like something that would be helpful for you, you can grab the course at courses.alanaterry.com slash productivity. And I hope you enjoy the teaser from the course. It's time for us to talk about turning off your inner critic so that you can write faster. Now, there are some authors who do a really good job writing very clean first drafts. And if that describes you and you've got a groove and you're totally fine with your speed, then this video is not for you. If, on the other hand, you're constantly looking for ways to increase your word count so that you can write more faster, then I want to share with you just the importance of turning off your inner critic and then some practical ideas that will help you get to that point. So to make the most of this explanation, it's useful to think of yourself as two different people. So you've got your creative side who loves to write and you've got your publisher slash editor side who loves to critique. And what we want to do to write faster is to find as many ways as we can to silence that inner editor, the inner publisher. And if we can do that, then what we're doing is we're giving our creative side complete control. Not only does this make you faster, but it also is going to help some of your most creative ideas to come out. Creativity doesn't thrive well when there's fear or when there's pressure to be perfect or anything like that. And so the tips I'm giving you not only can increase your word count, but also your creativity. So it, it really is a win-win-win for everybody except for the inner critic. The inner critic is going to get a chance to look at what we write, but not until that first draft is complete. So when we talk about turning off the inner critic, basically we're talking about not editing and not being um, the kind of author who is questioning everything and self-censoring everything as you write, and really just getting whatever comes into your mind out there. So you don't have to go completely extreme in this. If you like plotting and outlining, you can still plot and outline and turn off the inner critic. So some people think about this and they get really scared that they're going to have to go beyond what they feel comfortable with. But no, these are tips that you can take. And even if you just implement one or two of them, they can definitely help you get that inner critic to be a little quieter and that creative voice to be able to shine better. So first, there's just some real practical things have to do with basic editing. Let your typos go. You can clean those up later. Because if you think about it, think about how fast you can type and how much time you lose each time you see a mistake, hit backspace, or move your cursor to fix it. All right, so if it's the difference between, oh, I wrote the T-E-H instead of T-H-E, okay, anybody can fix that. This is why I hire a first draft editor. I'm not saying you have to do this, but I actually hire a first draft editor. So I write the entire thing. I leave in as many typos as I can. 
And then I send it to my first draft editor and their only job is to clean those typos because anybody can take a misspelled word, right? Like T-E-H and make it correct T-H-E. Or, you know, maybe I forget a period or my quotation marks are off. Those things are not worth, in my mind, they're not worth slowing down to try to fix. So that's one of the simplest ways to turn off your inner editor. And if you're worried then and you're saying, oh, but I'm going to end up with such a messy manuscript at the end, well, then you could do what I do and hire a first draft editor. Yeah, it's a little more money, but it's going to save you so, so, so much more time and mental energy. It's going to be absolutely worth it for just about anybody. There are also going to be some things that you're going to be tempted to like pause your writing, look something up. You'll be like, oh, did I say that my character had blue eyes or green eyes? Or what was the name of the street she lived on? Or I need to come up with a perfect last name for this minor character. Let me go search online for 15 minutes. Anything like that. If you can wait, I would strongly recommend that you just skip that in your manuscript and come back to it in the editing stage. So, for example, if I'm writing a book and I know that my character needs to give somebody directions to the hospital and I know that I've somewhere previously in the book mentioned the name of the street they live on in a couple of landmarks. And so I want to get it really right. Instead of like creating this big mental map of my head or maybe going on to like Google map or something to try to figure out the names of all these streets. What I'll do is I will just type in XX in my manuscript. So I'll be like, turn right at XX and go here. And then when I go to the editing stage, I just do a search for all of my XXs and I can look them up there. So maybe I have forgotten a character, a minor character's name. I can put XX right there. This really saves you time so that you're not having to go back and research things or go back and look at what you've already written and you can just keep going forward. It also can help you if you just want to keep tabs on some of your character names and things like that if you have a lot of characters to juggle either in a document or if you like to do it longhand just in a notebook or something that you can keep by your desk just write down the names of the characters and you know small identifying things so that you don't feel like you have to go back and keep looking those up okay i gave my character a last name now i'm if I have it, I, you know, you could write it on a whiteboard and put the whiteboard right behind your computer. So every time you need that character's name, you just have to glance up real quick and boom, there it is. Otherwise, you can do this thing I mentioned with the XX and go back and find it later. All of these are going to be ways to keep your momentum. And basically, once you get in the zone, we want to find ways for you to stay in that creative zone. If you do just those things, those are going to be huge at silencing your inner critic. But if you want to go even more extreme, there are a couple other things you can do. I don't do these all the time because like I said, they are quite extreme. Um, but for example, you can make a no backspace rule and basically say, I am not going to touch backspace for the entire time I'm writing this manuscript. Another thing that you can sometimes do that I've done before is actually tape a piece of paper onto your computer screen so you actually can't read what you're writing and all you're doing is typing. You can also write with a blindfold if you don't have to, you know, hunt and peck for your letters because that way you're not going to be going back and looking at all of your mistakes. Now, again, these are kind of the extreme versions, but some people this is going to really help you. Even if it's just for like the first 10 minutes of your writing day, you do something like this, it can really help you get that momentum going if you're having a hard time with that momentum. 
there's a site called Write or Die where you can type right there in the browser. And if you slow down, it's going to buzz at you. Or sometimes you can set it to like flash an image of a spider or something scary to kind of give you that shock. You can go in kamikaze mode where actually like if you slow down for long enough, it's going to start deleting your words. I don't use it, but I know some authors can really use that extra push and it can be um, a very good motivator for them. You don't want to lose your words, so you just got to keep typing and getting into more of the stream of consciousness zone. And then you can just remind yourself this other side of you, the editor side, the publisher side, they're going to get their turn at your manuscript as well. But while you're writing, you want to give that creative side full control. So I remember my very first manuscript I wrote, my first novel, I told myself, hey, this isn't going to get published. This is just to practice writing. And it was true. I did not publish that book. And knowing that I wasn't going to do it actually really helped silence that inner critic. So even if you're planning to publish it, you could always tell yourself, you know, what? if this doesn't turn out the way I want it to, I don't have to publish it or to publish it under another name. Just anything that's going to help you feel less likely to put on that editor hat or that publisher hat or to be thinking about, oh, well, what are people going to think when they read this? Try not to think about your reader in the first draft. All of that can come in the editing stage. So I hope that these were helpful tips and I wish you all the productivity and writing speed and creativity in the world. So that is the teaser from the course on productivity for authors. If you want more helpful and encouraging tips like this, you can grab the course at courses.alanaterry.com slash productivity. Thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you guys soon.